Welcome to the Rebel Physician Podcast, where we are creating a path for physicians to break free from the toxic medical system to create an enjoyable and a sustainable career in medicine. Join us each week as we challenge the status quo, push boundaries, and seek to create a better healthcare system for all. This week on the podcast, we are going to talk about how to navigate shortages as a practicing physician. So I don't know if you have seen the articles all across America about all of the shortages that we are experiencing in the healthcare system. Even if you haven't seen those things, I'm sure that if you have worked any shift in the last several years, you are aware of what's going on. And it's not just physician shortages, it's staff shortages. So nursing shortages, support staff, front desk people, everyone. And it's starting to really take a toll on us as practicing physicians. So let's talk about the risks that we are going to face and that we are facing if you are going to continue practicing medicine for the foreseeable future. The first is obviously additional responsibilities. And this could mean responsibilities that other physicians aren't doing because they don't you don't have enough of them or it's also administrative tasks or additional things that you have used to have help with that you no longer do. There's less support staff and that is a problem because it increases patients wait times and you don't have ability to give the time and energy that you once did. There may actually be additional shifts and or working hours, meaning maybe you don't take a full shift extra, but you have to see 5% more patients, which leads to longer days, more tasks, more results, more phone calls, those sorts of things. More gaslighting. This comes in several forms. One of the things that I hear about all the time is that hospitals aren't willing to pay for full-time physicians. So instead of doing that and or respecting and honoring the current physician staff they have, they'll pay a locum's doctor double what they're paid and they're treated better and given more benefits. And then the physicians who are asked asking why they aren't paid as well as the locums are basically told, oh, well, um, it's an honor and a privilege to serve this community. (laughs) It's like, okay, but maybe that's true. And you had to pay someone double to come here for two months. So perhaps you should consider respecting me a little bit more than you do. Less vacation allowance. I haven't seen this, but I can, I am anticipated in the future that in new contracts coming out, if they don't have the staff to support six weeks of vacation, maybe you're only getting three or four. And it probably is the same as always that even if you are allowed to take vacation, there could be restrictions with when you can take it or you have to get someone's permission on certain days, so on and so forth. There's definitely going to be more patient volume and acuity. And that is because of 
fewer staff, but also longer wait times and people waiting or not being able to get in to see a physician until it's crisis time. And one of the other risks, one of the final risks I'm going to talk about in this episode anyway, are worse Prescani scores leading to less pay. And this may have something to do with additional stressors on the physician and, and themselves leading to care that the patient is unhappy with. But I think more often than that, it's the other stuff. It's the long wait times. It's the rude front desk people because they're stressed out. These things all play a role. And yet the physicians are the only ones who have our compensation tied to patient feedback and complaints. So what do we do in this day and age if we have decided for whatever reason to continue practicing medicine? Well, the first thing is to know your limits. And this sounds really easy, except that physicians are really bad at it. <laughs> We're really bad at knowing when to rest and recover. There's many people, many of us, myself included, who feel really uncomfortable with saying I need a break and I can't handle this right now because it feels like we're being lazy or selfish and that's difficult. But what I'll say about it is that the alternative is worse because what that leads to is health issues, physical, mental, emotional health issues that could eventually lead to chronic health problems or acute health crises or suicide. So along with knowing your limits, we must learn to say no and say no without an explanation, without having to write a dissertation about why you're saying no, really get comfortable with saying no. And that's easier to do if you know your values. And if you constantly can focus on what you value or what your values are and giving your best self to those values, it does become a little bit easier to say no. Another thing you can do is ask for more money if you're working more. If you are putting more time and energy into your job because there's no staff to do it, then you should be compensated for that. And maybe they can't give you money because they are over budget, quote unquote over budget, but they might be able to give you something else. Something else that's a sign that they respect and are happy that you're there and they make you feel more valued. Another thing to do is rest and recover. And what I mean by rest and recover is not scroll social media like we love to do or binge watch TV. Um, those things are useful, but true recovery is without any stimulation. It's quiet, it's reflection, it's paying attention to what you're feeling in your body. Like where are your, where's the pain at? Are you in pain anywhere? What is your body telling you? Are you holding on to stress? Focusing on those things is really, really important and actually encourages a quicker recovery. Don't rely on external validation. I just did a grand rounds talk for a residency program, OBGYN residency program. And this is one of the topics that I always talk about, but I think it's especially important for residents because we're kind of prime 
time external validation seeking at that point. But in this day and age with how medicine is and, and what's going on, relying on external validation is becoming in increasingly more dangerous for us to do. We must constantly be giving ourselves internal validation. The next thing you can do, which may feel uncomfortable, is to be honest with your patients about the constraints that you have. And I don't mean to do this as an excuse because that, that energy of an excuse feels different, but do be honest with them and say, I have five minutes with you in, in all, with for all intents and purposes, and it's because of X, Y, Z. And I want to give you the best care that I can, but I am under these really ridiculous constraints that are preventing me from giving you the care that I want to give you. I think it can be important to say those things. Another thing, other things you could tell your patients are how long you've been awake. Listen, this is my 25th hour of call. I'm still here, but you know, this is, this is where I'm at right now. I haven't slept for 20 hours. Um, and finally, and most importantly, I think is really you have to surround yourself with other practicing physicians. You have to have support from people who are in it with you and are dedicated to protecting themselves, who are dedicated to self-preservation. So obviously, I'm going to tell you that a place like that is the Rebel Physician Community, which is free for physicians. And it's where we talk about all the all of these things and more and you really can find some physicians who aren't going to make you feel lazy or weird in any way for wanting to work the way you do i'm going to be having a master class coming up um soon after this podcast is released so you'll definitely want to join us for that it's on topics similar to this and it's how it's it's workshopping how and advice about what to do in your particular situation that's that's actually attainable for you if you're if you're dealing with this right now so definitely join that community and that masterclass, and you can join the community at www.rebelphysician.com please consider sharing this podcast in the community with other physicians my goal for um 2024 is to double the size of the community and really get the word out so we can help as many physicians as possible. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Hey there. Just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting, but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming. I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself and I had tried to contract out editing and it was really got some really, really bad results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with Pretty Easy Podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, 
hosted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule. And it's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out. Thank you.